The whole entire story of, of the brachos that Yaakov receives from Yitzchak it's always was fascinating to me. I still remember years ago, going back about, this was already about 25 years ago, 26 years ago, when I was learning Shana Aleph and Yeshiva, and um, learning in Karabiyavna, I still remember the first time going through the Beis HaLevi, who explains the different outlook that, that Yitzchak and Rivka had in Yitzchak and Rivka had and why Yitzchak wanted to give the brachos to, to Esav and Rivka to Yaakov. But it, it's really an incredible story. But specifically, I was always fascinated and always a little bit trivial to understand that we all know that Yaakov, just to find the, so the possible here, that Yaakov, so we know that he was concerned that his father, here it is, that his father would, would feel him and know the difference and know that it's not him, so he wears the clothing of, of Esau. And then what do we find? His father says, come, I want to feel you. The voice is the voice of Yaakov. And you feel like Esav. Which seems to be a complete stira, a complete contradiction. Now we do understand, and it's important to note, and we'll come back to this in a moment, that I think it's the Ramban, if I'm not mistaken, others point out that Yaakov and Esav's voice was actually identical. They were twins and they had identical voices, but they spoke very differently. Esav spoke very harshly. Esav spoke like Esav at Russia. And Yaakov spoke, as Rashi points out, and he spoke very nicely with proper manners. So that's what it meant, Akokol Yaakov. But regardless, if Yitzchok said, Akokol Yaakov is Esav, and there's this stira going on, immediately he just stops and gives the brachos. And like, shouldn't he have then said, okay, wait a minute, we got to figure this out because this is not normal right now? Like, why did, okay, like, no problem, take all the brachos. But clearly there's a steer here, there's something going on. So, you know, if you look at the way the Svasemis explains why Yitzchak wanted to give the brachos to Esav, Svasemis says, Yitzchak was not a fool. Yitzchak was one of the others. Yitzchak was Kedish Kedashim. As Vasemah says, Yitzchak understood, even though he had a very close relationship with Esav, even more so, he understood that Esav was not on the level like Yaakovinu. He understood that he didn't, but he thought maybe if he gives him the brachos, he'll empower him, and he'll charge him with the responsibility and the connection, and that will be the Kirov movement for him. And it will lift him up. It will lift him up. It was the way Liskarev Rak Shavar Jaod Yuchel Liskarev Lekedusha. He thought he'd be able to bring him close to Kedusha. And every parent wants more than anything that every child should be successful. A great woman, who I'm very, very close to, once taught me a parent could only be as happy as their saddest child. We care about every child deeply. So I want every one of my children to be successful. If I have, if I have a, if a person has four children and three are B'nai Torah, successful individuals, beautiful marriage and kids, and one is completely off the derech and, and unsuccessful and living off the streets, that parent is miserable. 
Yes, they're proud of the other ones, but you want every child. So Yitzchak wanted every child and was going to give the brachos, therefore, to Esav to give him the chizik to lift him up through those brachos. Yaakov already is good. He doesn't need the brachos. That's how the Sfasamis explains. So based on that, I want to suggest something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. When Yitzchak felt Yaakov and he felt like Esau, he said, oh, this is Esau. And so why wasn't he concerned about Kol Yaakov? Maybe Pumfa Garrett. He was excited to Kol Yaakov. He felt him and said, this has to be Esau because it's physically Esau. He's speaking like Yaakov. Maybe finally it's happening. He's improving. He's growing. He's talking like a man. This is beautiful. This is wonderful. He was so proud of him because he believed in him. That's why he was going to give him brachos. He believed he could change. He believed he could grow. Yes, ultimately he was wrong. Rivka had Ruach Kodesh, Rivka knew the brachos should go to, to, to ultimately to Yaakov, but Yitzchak meant well, and Yitzchak wanted each son to grow, and Yitzchak maybe had so much hope that he felt, maybe, look, he grew already. And maybe that's why you look, Mamish two psukim later, a few psukim later, Vayomer love Yitzchak Aviv, Gishana Ushkali Bani. He says, come closer, kiss me. When do, you, when do you want to kiss someone? When do you want someone to kiss you? When you're proud of them. When you're, when you're loving them. I'm so proud of him. I'm proud of where you, who you've become. Okay, it, was, it didn't really happen. But maybe that was, because it actually was Yaakov, not Esav. But maybe because Kolko, Yaakov, even more so, it's, it's working, it's growing, because this was the hope, this was the belief that he had in his child. Came to me, by the way, a tremendous remez. If you take the gematria of Akol Kol Yaakov, 453, exactly Gematra with the two koilos, Ushkali. The kiss was, Ushkali, kiss me. The kiss of love and nachas was the kiss of Akol Kol Yaakov. Now ultimately this was betaus. Ultimately this was mistaken because it was Yaakov, it wasn't Esav. But I think the Torah is giving us a very deep lesson here in, in parenthood, in parenting. And ultimately it looks one of the avos. And maybe we could learn from this the way we're supposed to treat our children. Ultimately, it wasn't with success. That also is a lesson in life. As a parent, as a Rebbe, as a teacher, as, a, as when you're doing Kirov, you could do your part, but in the end, it's going to be up to the person. We're not in control. That also is an important lesson. Yitzhak, who was Kodesh Kedashim, wasn't in control. But he was doing his part. And our part is to show love. Our part is to believe. Our part is to do everything we can to lift up even if a person seems so far. And that's what he was doing. He was believing in his son. He was believing so much that he even had nachas that, was, that wasn't actually MS, because he, he, but he was tricked into it. But he believed so much he was looking for that nachas. We have to look for the nachas in our children. We have to believe in our children. We have to care for them in the deepest of ways. And not just our children, our talmidim, and our friends, and whoever we're trying to be on. Believe in them. Love them. Give to them. Show affection to them. Kiss them. And hopefully then we'll be zoiche to see them all grow and see us all grow until we're zoiche to all the brachos and all the brachos and the ultimate brachos of Gula, of Simcha, of Nechama and Gula Shleimo, Mishael Sekenu, Bimheir Vimeinu, Abrachabar Heilaga, beautiful Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos 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 Shabbos
Shabbos, 